everybody. Welcome to Just for Variety. Today is February 23rd, 2022. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. On today's episode, I'm talking to Troy Savon. The Aussie singer and actor stars in the new Paramount Plus dramedy, Three Months, playing Caleb, a high school senior who fears he may have been exposed to HIV during a one-night stand. We chat about the first time he got tested for HIV, his thoughts about Hollywood casting straight actors in queer roles, and what it was like modeling for Beyonce. Plus, Savan gives us a tease on his upcoming work on The Idol, the weekend's upcoming HBO series. But before we get to Savan, let's take a look inside the pages of Variety. Curtis Stone is making his debut at the SAG Awards. Note, the celebrity chef hasn't jumped into acting. For the first time, Stone is designing the menu for the big night. The first course of the evening will feature a turmeric roasted cauliflower mint and quinoa salad, followed by an entree of salmon with lemon, capers, and dill. Stone tells me he's looking forward to seeing the cast of Succession enjoying the dinner. The thought of those guys sitting down and eating my food, um, you know, the character Logan Roy, in a way I want him just to up, turn the table and be upset about something, but you never know. <laughs> The SAG Awards will broadcast on Sunday, starting at 5 p.m. Pacific time on TNT. But don't forget to follow Variety on Twitter to catch all of our red carpet interviews with nominees like Lady Gaga, Andrew Garfield, Nicole Kidman, Ariana DeBose, Bradley Cooper, and so many more. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm Mark Malkin. I'm talking to Troy Savan over Zoom from his Los Angeles area home. In the new Paramount Plus film, Three Months, written and directed by newcomer Jared Frieder, Savan plays Caleb, a queer 18-year-old who goes to get tested for HIV after learning he may have been exposed to the virus during a one-night stand. The title of the film refers to the three months it takes Caleb to find out if he has contracted HIV. The coming-of-age film is about queer love and family. It also marks Savan's first leading role in a movie and his return to the big screen since appearing in 2018's Boy Erased. Here's Troy Savan. Three months. Mm. Great job. Knew nothing about the movie until um, they sent it to me and I watched it. And I don't know how much you know my story. I'm HIV positive. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm very odd about it. So um, been positive for... 15 years my husband's positive um so any any visibility mm. the virus is just incredible and to see you starring in a movie mm. hello <laughs> i yeah i mean i 
I was so, so, so drawn to the script um, because I think, you know, even like with where, with the insane, insane, um, you know, progress that we've made, like um, medically and scientifically and everything, there's still this um, social kind of like gap, I feel like, where people don't talk about it nearly as much as they should. And so, um, you know, I, I love that it's like a comedy. I love that it feels accessible to young people. And I love that it's still kind of, you know, is talking about this thing that um, is really important. You know, it's like when I tell people that I'm like on prep, half the time they look at me like they have no idea what it is. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to kind of like talk about it. Do you remember how you learned about HIV, what your HIV education was like? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, honestly, it was probably like, um, you know, like doom and gloom movies um, that were, you know, super heartbreaking and of course valid and, and so important to tell, you know, as part of our history. Um, but the thing is, you know, it's like, where are the stories that are telling, that are painting the picture of what HIV is like today? Mm -hmm. And, and, um, and I think, you know, the thing that I hope that people pull from this movie is you're going to be okay, no matter what, you know? Um, And, and that is incredible. So it's something I wanted to bring attention to. I mean, it is pretty amazing, you know, when exactly what you were saying, I mean, there's still obviously the stigma, there's still, um, uneducation about it. Mm. Um, when I came out as HIV positive, mm. I, I did it on social media and what what have you. And I got so many emails from, I say kids, because I think most of them were pretty young from around the world saying, mm. I don't know what to do. I just tested positive. What do I do? Wow. You, know, you, you know, we're lucky. We live in, you know, the LA's and the New York's of the world. But mm. to think about a kid like who you play in Miami doesn't know exactly what to do. Mm. Um, you're going to give those kids inspiration or at least the education to say, you know what, there's, mm. there's going to be a resource for you. Mm, there's life after this. No. And thank you so much for saying that. Cause I really, um, that was my like original intention of why I wanted to, to do this movie. And, um, so yeah, I'm really happy to hear that. You remember the first time you got tested? Yeah, um, it was because I was in a new relationship and I wanted to have sex. So we both went and got tested. Um, and once we were all clear, it was all good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I went to go get tested, I showed up at my doctor's office with five of my friends. Yeah. And my doctor was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, first I hate needles. Yeah. Second, I need them here. He's like, nothing's going to happen today. You're not going to get the result. Right. Oh, you you brought them for like emotional support? I didn't know what I was like. I had, you know, full transparency. I avoided getting tested for a very long time. Right. Um, I had two uncles who both died of AIDS at the height of the epidemic. Um, so obviously came with a lot of baggage there. And that Mm -hmm. time when I tested, I was not positive. I, I we're not going to get into my whole story. 
it's mm. out for the world to see and read if they want. Um, now tell me what it's like working with a first-time director, first-time writer. You're down in Florida. Mm. Um, is it just, is there a, is there like a summer? I feel like there was, there was probably like a summer camp feel to it. You're all in this together to get it done. Definitely. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, there, I mean, the, to get this movie made took an insane amount of drive from Jared who wrote it and directed it. He wrote the screenplay like nine years ago, loosely inspired by his own story. Um, and it just worked and worked and worked. Apparently it became a TV show at one point and then it went back to being a movie again. Um, and so, you know, I, I knew that I loved the script and I knew that it was, that it was his story. And the thing is, when you speak to Jared, you can hear Caleb. So, you know, is his tone and how quick he is and everything like that. I, I really just like him a lot. And so I was like, you know, what? I'm going to, I'm going to trust this process and, and go for it. And, um, yeah, you know, and then of course throw in COVID into the mix because we got shut down for, you know, six, seven months or something like that in the middle of shooting. Um, so it's definitely been like a, a slog to get it made. Um, and I think the only reason that this movie is about to be released is because we all really care about it. And it took a lot of care to make it, to make it happen, you know? So your last acting gig before this was Boy Erased. Obviously, you know, a huge, successful, critical movie, nominations. Were, are scripts just being thrown at you all the time? I imagine they are. Um, I guess a little bit, but um, yeah, for me, it's like acting is this thing that I still, I'm like just now starting to accept. I think, so I'm filming this TV show at the moment and it's been so consistent and for so long now you know, we've been doing it already for like two months or something and we're still going and, uh, you know, um, that I'm finally starting to accept that this is like part of my job, you know what I mean? And that like, maybe I'm an actor, you know? Um, and so for me, it's just always felt like this weird side thing that like every now and then something will come into my inbox and I'm like, okay, yeah, let's, let's do this. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of, a lot of fun with it. And I, I'm realizing that I really want it to continue. So I'm hoping that scripts keep coming. Um, and I still get really excited every time one does, because I'm like, maybe this is the next thing. And there must be a, there, I imagine there's almost a freedom in thinking it's sort of a side gig because the pressure isn't there. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I honestly, I can't think of a worse lifestyle than a struggling <laughs> actor. You know, like, to, to not know when your next job is going to come to have to do things that you don't believe in because you need to pay the rent. And um, it just sounds so unbelievably stressful. I don't know how people do it. I genuinely don't know how people do it. And so I just feel so lucky that I'm now approaching it from this place of like, I've got my day job. My, my day job is music. And um, yeah, so it does. It alleviates a lot of the pressure, but in a really, really nice way where it's like, if I, you know, I, I have the luxury of like choice of, I don't want to do that or I do want to do that you know that and that's not something that that um a lot of people have when they're first starting their like acting career but singer slash actor when are you going to do your star is born I like, think I think we need a full-on gay version of, I mean not that the Gaga version wasn't 
I'm like, how much gayer can it be? My God. Um, but what, you mean like a musical movie? Yeah. I don't know. You know, to be honest, I'm not a huge like musical person. <gasps> I know. Troy. I know. What do you mean? I don't know. I just like, I'm not, like, I enjoy them when I watch them, but I don't, I don't actively really seek them out. Like I've never been one of those gays who like knows all the the words to the music from a play that they'll like never see or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I just, it's never been something that interested me. <laughs> I think we need to find a musical movie for you. And I want you to turn into that musical guy. Musical yeah. gay. <laughs> I, I can imagine it. If, if it was the right thing, I can imagine it. But I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't ever like been drawn to it in a huge way. What did your team say when you said, hey, I want to do this movie with a first-time director, first-time writer, obviously small budget. Mm. Are there people in your team that says, you know what? Hold out. Let's wait for a big studio movie. Um, not really, honestly. You know, it was like a lot of, um, I think everyone knew that the movie was important to me. And so they all kind of just like stepped out of the way. You know, like it, that, that was the, the thing about, this movie is like, um, and about a lot of the stuff that I do is like, when I get creatively stuck, I love being able to lean on the fact that this project, whether it's Boy Erased or whether it's this, has the potential to do more than just be a movie. You know what I mean? Even if 10 people see a particular thing that I'm doing, um, if it has the potential to like actually make a change in one of their lives, that is still very inspiring to me and very cool to me. So I think everyone was just like very, very excited that, that I was excited and, and um, yeah, they, they were very happy for me. I think. I mean, it's pretty incredible when I look at, I mean, just this morning, the Oscar nominations come through Ariana DeBose, openly queer, Kristen Stewart, openly gay. Mm. Troy, this, this like, I'm a, as you know, I'm a little older than you. This is pretty incredible. And now I'm talking to you about playing an openly gay kid. It's not about, I mean, it's a struggle, obviously, with HIV, but it's not about a struggle about him coming out and being true to himself. He, he's gay. There's no questions about it. There's no question in his world. It's pretty exciting time to be an openly gay actor and or singer don't you think completely i mean i feel like the um the door feels wide open you know i i have no idea what i want to do next as like as an actor or um yeah but but i i feel like it's not it's not holding um us back in a lot of the ways that it that it used to i mean we've still got a long way to go i think but um but yeah things are things are changing when you, when you see the discussion about queer actors should play queer characters, mm. all in that. I mean, I think like, I, you're the second person who's asked me this today. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, it's like, I, I would never say to someone, don't do it. I, you know, a straight actor playing like a queer role. Uh, I would say though, to the people who are casting that role, have you really looked like, why are you casting that person? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. because I think that there's so much queer talent 
I find it very, very, very hard to believe that <laughs> that there wasn't anybody who could play this role while while being something that could be life changing for someone to watch at home. You know what I mean? Like when when they see themselves on the screen in a real way, um, it makes a big difference. And mm. so again, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't ever stop anyone from doing it or anything like that. I'm not going to like boycott a film because of it just personally do whatever you want but um you know I'll, I'll like watch it and everything but i i it's much more exciting to me when i feel like it's it's coming from a really authentic place where the person can pull in the performance from from you know like real life experiences and and when they really 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 can, can like understand that experience we're going to take a short break right now, but when we return, Savan talks about finding inspiration from gay icons like Madonna, being offered the chance to model for Beyonce's Ivy Park fashion line, and so much more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm talking to Troy Sivan, the singer-actor stars in Paramount Plus's coming-of-age dramedy, Three Months. Later this year, he'll be seen in The weekend's new HBO series, The Idol, details of which have been kept tightly under wraps. And when you get a chance, Google Troy Sivan and Ivy Park. Sivan is among the celebs handpicked by Beyonce to appear in the new campaign for her clothing company. Here's more of Troy Sivan. Who do you remember as a young queer kid looking at going, I could do that because that person's doing it, whether it's music or acting? Honestly, like, I don't know. I looked to, I looked to straight women. Like I looked mm -hmm. to um, like the divas, you know, and somehow saw myself in them, I think, you know, like, or I, I don't know if I wanted to be them or if I just like knew that they would be cool with, me like if they would like I, I felt like they would like me you know um that felt like a safe space for me but the truth is I didn't really have a ton of like representation at the time that felt like it related to me you know what I mean mm -hmm. I I remember people coming out on like the cover of people magazine and stuff like that but it was always like this huge deal and they were always a lot older than me and you know it just it didn't feel like it related to me the place where I found, like, I really saw myself for the first time was on the internet, you know, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. that, that was when I was like, oh, here's someone that I feel like I can see myself in. So who were those divas that you looked at? Oh, my God. I mean, like, one of my earliest, earliest memories is um, in my house that I grew up in as a kid, we had this, like, games room. It was essentially like a garage, basically. But we had all of our toys in it because there was four kids. And I, for some reason, figured out how to um, like illegally download like a prayer by Madonna. And I put it on on repeat in like Windows Media Player on the PC out of the terrible computer speakers. And I ran in circles and like skipped and I just sang that song over and over and over and over again. Um, and 
yeah, looking back, I feel like if I saw my kid doing that, I would melt. Like it would just melt my heart because to me, there's nothing sweeter than like seeing like inklings of queerness in children because I think it's been something that's been bashed out of us for so long that I just can't wait to like celebrate that, you know, in, in kids. Um, and yeah, so I, I don't know, you know, it was like, it was moments like that where I, I think you, I don't know why I was just like so drawn to this like flamboyant camp, huge pop star. It's just, you know, it's for me, I remember coming home after seeing Flashdance. Mm. And I was with my cousins and I was like, let's play Flashdance. <laughs> yeah. And, it runs and I'm literally on the chair and they're pretending to. <laughs> wow. No water on me. God, I want video of that so badly. Uh, I wish I had video of, of me as well. Um, but it's so sweet. It's so genuine, you know? Well, it's just, it's, in, I don't know if innocence is the right word, but it's just, it's pure. It's inhibition. It's before, yeah. before the world has, has reached you, you know, when you're just kind of like yourself. Um, yeah, I, I was talking to, I think it was like Neil Patrick Harris about this. And we were talking about dancing. And I told him when I was getting, when I was being bar mitzvahed, mm-hmm. my biggest fear about my bar mitzvah was the party because I didn't want to dance in front of people because I was so self-conscious about dancing because I knew that's how gay, I looked so gay that I convinced my parents not to have a bar mitzvah reception and let me go to Mexico on a seventh grade <laughs> trip instead of, because I was so fearful of dancing in front of people. That is so sad. It really, really is. Because I mean, I have those experiences as well. You know, um, I... I almost stopped singing when I was a little kid because I had a this like really high boy soprano voice and people started telling me that I sounded like a girl. And I remember thinking like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Cause they're going to, they're going to think that I'm gay. Yeah. You know? um, and thankfully I, I like kept going, but um, yeah, being so hyper aware of the way that you stand and like one of my best friends is a, um, a straight guy and he was always just so comfortable in his body and, and you know he would like kind of pop a hip if that was what was comfortable or like you know hang a wrist or something if that was what was comfortable and I used to think to myself what the fuck are you doing people are gonna think that you're gay you know what I mean like and I was used to monitor myself so much um and thankfully I feel like I moved past that over time but yeah it's gnarly so let's talk about that Beyonce at Ivy Park hello Hi. Yeah. Do you get an email Beyonce at AOL.com? Hey, Troy. (laughs) So I got, I got a message. It it, it came from like the Ivy Park team and they were like, B would love Troy. And and I was like, yeah, fucking right. Like I do not believe this for one second. You know what I mean? Um, (laughs) And it was like kind of true because I went and I did this thing and um, it was like the greatest day ever. Unfortunately, Beyonce was not there that day, but, um, but since then Beyonce has been like, you know, putting it on her Instagram story and stuff. And, and um, you know, for my phone to light up and it's like Beyonce mentioned you in her story. I'm like, <laughs> I needed to take a second. Um, but yeah, it was so fun. 
I'm remembering now seeing you at the Golden Globes. Yep. And you hadn't met Gaga yet. Yeah. And I saw you before, like the Globes started, and then we were in the room. And then I remember seeing you in the ballroom room going, have you met him yet? He's like, I, and you're, I'm he, you. <laughs> you're just like, yes, I just finally met her. So now Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, these are like the greats. This is, this is it kind of thing, you know? So, um, and everyone I've ever met has been, has been so, so, so nice. Like that's been the, the crazy thing about it all. It's like, everyone's really, I, I feel like I, you know, you realize that at a certain, I mean, maybe you've had different experiences, but um, when it gets to a certain kind of like level, um, they wouldn't have made it that far being absolutely terrible. Is that true or not? I mean, that's my experience. Well, where is that Ivy Park outfit? I want those red gloves. My, I'm sorry to say, but you are second in line because so does my mom. Um, <laughs> so she is. She wants the handbag and she wants the gloves. So I'm trying to work on that. I just imagine you like doing the dishes one night wearing your Ivy. Park. Yeah, yeah. That that would honestly be really sick. <laughs> <laughs> so when are you going to uh, get get into the studio with Beyonce? Oh my God! I don't know. Should I? dm her and and ask her um no I, I have no idea i mean i i'm actually not really working on music right now like in the present moment i was working on music and then um once i started filming the tv show it i'm just having such a good time and i feel like i'm in like a really different place and so um once that settles down which i think it's starting to now for me um i'm gonna get into the studio i'm so inspired to like make music it's just been um I don't know. My head's been like in a completely different place. So you keep saying the TV show. Are you not allowed to say the idol? No, I can totally say the idol. <laughs> it's called the idol. Yeah, it's called the idol. That's pretty much all I can say. But it is called the idol. So I basically don't ask you anything because there's I mean, no- you, you can ask. I just might not be able to answer. Will you be performing, singing? Okay, maybe I can't answer. I can't answer that. Um, do you call him the weekend or do you call him Abe? I don't call him Abe, I call him Abel. Um, <laughs> and it, it's actually getting to the point now where it's been so long that we've been filming this show that um, it, feels, it feels weird to call him The Weeknd, which I never thought would happen. I always thought that, that, would, that he would be The Weeknd to me, you know? Um, and testament to, I think, how absolutely lovely he is, um, he is he's Abel. That's right. It's always great chatting with you. That was Troy Savon. Three months is available now on Paramount+. Plus. Thanks for listening to this week's Just for Variety. I'll see you next time. But in the meantime, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. And for all your breaking Hollywood news, go to Variety.com. See ya! Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 